production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. with the Bayou Bengals talking LSU Tiger football for the 2023 season. And now let's go live to the Mississippi Gulf Coast in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi at the world-famous Silver Sliver Casino with your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. All right, welcome to another edition of uh, Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals. We'll be here live for uh, two hours talking LSU football. We've got a lot of different topics we can talk about. Uh, you know, we've got LSU finishing their season with Georgia State and then Texas A&M and then, of course, the whatever the bowl game would be. A lot of people think LSU will be playing somewhere in Florida. Um, probably not the Citrus Bowl because they played there uh, last year against Purdue. But uh, So there's a lot to talk about about that. There's also the issue with Jane Daniels being probably a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. It looks like it's going to be a three-way race between uh, him and uh, Bo Nix for the uh, Oregon Ducks and also uh, Hennick, who's a quarterback over at uh, Washington. And so, and they might play each other. They probably will play each other in a rematch in the Pac-12 championship game with the winner probably going to the uh, Final Four in college football. There's still, even though we're just a only had a few more weeks left, only a few more games in the season. There's a lot that still has to be decided. I know the uh, the, the uh, bowl championship uh, numbers came out just the other day. And uh, of course, Georgia was number one. Ohio State was number uh, two. Michigan was number three. And Florida State was number four, which I think is a fair you know, thing to do. I'm not sold on Michigan. I mean, they're going through a lot of issues, obviously, with, with sign stealing. They fired one of their defensive coaches. Uh, Harbaugh's accepting a three-game suspension, which means they play Maryland today, which I don't think is going to be that big of a deal. They're an 18 and a half point favorite in that game, but then they have to play Ohio State next week at home in the big house. And I like Ohio State in that game, actually. I really do. Like, I think Ohio State's got the better football team. But it should be a great football game. The winner of that game you expect to be in the uh, national championship Final Four because the, the, uh, one of those teams will probably be undefeated, assuming they win the Big Ten championship the following week. So, you know, so I think that's pretty solid. Florida State's got a great win over LSU. Florida State's still got to play a couple more games. And, uh, and, and so, uh, you know, they, they've got uh, probably play Louisville in the ACC championship game against uh, um, probably uh, Louisville. Louisville's got to get by Miami. But then uh, we'll see how that goes with um, – you know, with that particular game. So the ACC championship game, Louisville uh, beat, plays Miami today. They're a favorite in that game. It's at Miami, tough game for them. If they win that game, they will be in the ACC championship game against Florida State. Florida State goes undefeated. They're, gonna, they're not going to go out of the top four. So I think right now you got to look at, I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. So I really think it's going to be Georgia, Florida, um, 
the winner of Washington, uh, winner of Washington, Oregon State, and the winner of Ohio State, and Michigan. I think that's their final four. I mean, some people might say Alabama can beat Georgia. If Alabama beats Georgia, they're going to get in because they only have one loss. Incredible, because I don't think they have that great of a football team. They got a, a got a running back uh, at quarterback, Jalen Milrow, but uh, you know they beat it. They won the games they need to win, so they're in the mix as well. So we'll talk a lot about that. We talked about the Heisman Trophy. We'll see how that goes with. Uh, you know, with Jaden Daniels and Bo Nix and Pennick, I really think the, the winner of the Oregon-Washington game, that quarterback will win the Heisman. But, uh, you know, we're here every Saturday. We'll be here for a few more Saturdays uh, up to where we, when the decision is made, which bowl LSU will play in. They're probably the fifth have the fifth best record of the SEC teams behind, of course, Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Missouri. And that, I think, puts them possibly in the ReliQuest Bowl which will be in Tampa, Florida. It's the old Outback Bowl. And they're going to probably play a Big Ten team. Maybe Penn State would be a great matchup for them. A three-loss LSU team against a two-loss Penn State game. LSU still got to play AM next week. I mean, I like their chance, obviously, today against, tonight against Georgia State, but they got an early kickoff uh, after Thanksgiving, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Next Saturday, we'll be here live to uh, talk about that game. But there will be no Jimbo Fisher. He's fired. Uh, it's amazing that they can do like a $70 million buyout for Jimbo Fisher. And then uh, and then they're going to have to hire a new coach. And I think they did that early because they want to get the jump on picking who the head coach uh, will be, the next head coach at a and What a great job that is. To me, the two best jobs in the country are Texas and Texas A&M because they have the most money, especially now since we're in the NIL era and you can make money with name, image, and likeness. College football players can get paid now and you have the transfer portal. I think Texas Texas A&M are the two best jobs in the country now, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Texas is still in the mix, of course, to get into the final four. They might need a little bit of help. But uh, they, they've got an argument over Alabama, although I think it's a moot point because if, if uh, Alabama beats Georgia, I think they're going to get in. If Alabama loses Georgia, they're not even in the mix anyway. So it's, it, I think it'll be a moot point probably for them. But Texas still got to win the Big 12 championship game, uh, which will be played in uh, Jerry Jones Stadium, at t Stadium in Dallas. So we'll see how all that goes. But we got, I want to thank, of course, all the great people at the Silver Slipper. We've been here all season long. Of course, you've got the great... Uh, Blue Bayou restaurant to the left of me. I'm here on the stage overlooking the casino. You've got, of course, the uh, buffet, which opens at 11 o'clock. Blue Bayou is open about 5 o'clock this evening. We'll be there next Friday to have a great dinner. I want to thank John Ferrucci and all the great people, as well as Victoria, all the great people here at the Silver Slipper. And then I'm looking at the, the breakfast spot over there uh, to the left of me, down on the other side of the casino. And they got the sports book. We got a lot of great college football games today. We got the NFL tomorrow. The Saints are off. Of course, they've got a bye week. And so we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, and we'll talk, you know, we're, we're going to be back Monday at Premier Nissan to talk about the Saints uh, against the Falcons. That's next. So we got a great next week. And we'll be here, of course, Saturday uh, morning again, 9 to 11, here at the, at, the, at the stage here. And we'll be talking about LSU and AM here. And then you've got the Saints playing the Falcons the next day, Sunday, in Atlanta in uh, the Mercedes Benz. Uh, Stadium there in Atlanta, GA, downtown Atlanta, GA. But we got to talk LSU football as well uh, uh, all morning here. And uh, we're going to look at their schedule here, LSU. Uh, 
in this game. We've got we got a lot of the, LSU is a 32 point favorite over Georgia State, who's six and four. LSU seven and three. LSU's number 15. And like I said, I, it looks it's likely LSU's going to be playing somewhere in Florida. But I think the Little West Bowl, the former Outback Bowl, is most likely their destination. But they've got to win out. They should win tonight. Obviously, they play it at uh, 7 o'clock on ESPN2 in Baton Rouge at, in Death Valley at Tiger Stadium. And then next week, they're back at home an 11 o'clock game, uh, and we'll be here till 11 uh, talking the X's and O's and all the good stuff about LSU and A&M. And like I said, the only wrinkle of that thing is A&M's going to have an interim coach L, uh, because uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher's out, and it's amazing. But that just shows you the kind of money that Texas A&M has, that they can spend all that money getting rid of Jimbo Fisher. And then again, it's going to cost them money to hire a new coach. I think Urban Meyer's the right guy if he really wants to coach again. But I've, I've preached that for the University of Miami because I think Marion Cristobal is just, I know he's, he's they, 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 they don't want to buy him out, but I think they made a mistake with that. Miami, we'll see how they do against Louisville. But LSU's a 32-point favorite. I mean, we're talking about Jane Daniels. Uh, you know, I don't think tonight is a big deal with him with the Heisman because he's going to get good numbers, I'm sure. But the question is, uh, next week against Texas A&M is, is his last opportunity to impress the Heisman voters. I believe he will definitely be a finalist in New York for the Heisman Trophy Award. Again, I think it's going to be between him Bo Nix for uh, uh, Oregon, who's the favorite now. Actually, the betting favorite is Bo Nix, and then Panic, who's a quarterback uh, with Washington. I think it's got a lot's going to do with them probably playing each other in the Big 12 championship game. That would decide. That. I, I just thought with Jane Daniels, his, uh, you know, he had a solid performance against Alabama, but he missed the uh, most of the fourth quarter because of the injury. He was out. Uh, I really thought he had to have a spectacular game and beat Alabama. And then I think he would have maybe been the favorite, but because of the way it shook out, I know he had a great game last week against Florida. No question, impressive as well. But I just don't see him winning. Although he's the second choice between Bo Nix is the favorite, he's the second choice, and Panic from Washington is the third choice. But we'll see how that goes. We got a, we got an interesting day of college football. You know, we've got uh, Washington against Oregon, so a very not an easy game for Washington to stay undefeated. They've got to play at Oregon State. They're a, Oregon State's actually a one-point favorite in that game. Washington's 10-0. Their quarterback is spectacular. Oregon State having a great year. They're 8-2, 5-2 in the Pac-12, and they're hosting Washington, and they're a one-point favorite in that game. So we'll see how that goes, but... Um, you know, that's a tough game. Uh, Florida's going to play Missouri. Uh, Missouri, the, the favorite at home in that game. You got Battle of uh, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State. I like Kansas State in that game, even though it's at Kansas. Kansas State's a 10 point favorite in that game. They're both ranked 21 and 25. And uh, looking for uh, the other games, Oregon's at Arizona State. That shouldn't be a problem. Uh, North Carolina, Clemson. I like. I think I like Cle Clemson's an eight-point favorite in that game. Clemson's got their act together, although they're three and four in the ACC. Had a rough start to the season. We got Notre Dame against Wake Forest. Uh, we got Georgia, Tennessee. That's the big game. And if Utah and Arizona, Georgia, not an eight-point favorite. It's at Tennessee, but Tennessee just coming off a drubbing by Missouri. I like Georgia, and I think Georgia wins big. They've got their healthy again. They got Brock Bowers back. I think they're going to be. Fine. Our great guests today, we got Jimmy Ott coming up next. We got Glenn Gilbo, we got Hank Allen, Charles Hanegraaff, Patricia Caputo, and Hunter Dawkins. So we got a great 
a list of guests uh, to talk about. And we're going to ask them about the A&M job. We're going to ask about LSU, Georgia State. Of course, LSU next week against A&M. Uh, and also we're going to talk about uh, Jane Daniels' chances to win the Heisman Trophy, which improved uh, after his performance against Florida. So we'll see how that goes. Live here in the Silver Slipper on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, talking LSU football live here for uh, two hours here till 11 a.m. Uh, and come on, check us out here. They got a lot of great the gaming tables. They got the, the uh, slot machines. They got the buffet open at 11. They got the Blue Bayou restaurant open at 5 o'clock. You get breakfast here as well. And uh, if you want to you want to gamble or you want to do the sports book, they're, they're here ready to go and take care of your money. All right, we're going to take our first break. We'll be back with Jimmy Ott talking LSU football live here in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi at the Silver Slipper Casino. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800 650 Pest. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Hey, this is Christian Garrick. I'm excited about my new show on WGSO 990 AM, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. There are a lot of things going on in this country and in this city that are concerning. I'm your voice. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. The Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform, noon to two, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. All 
All right, we're back here live. We'll be here till 11 a.m. talking LSU football and a, a, a great uh, load of guests we got today. So we're going to start with a guy who's been on with me many times before with the ESPN Bat Rouge, uh, Jimmy Ott. So, Jimmy, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, Mitch, what's going on? Hey, so I want to I cover a couple of topics with you. Let's start with the Heisman. I mean, I was maybe a little bit premature saying that I thought after the Alabama game that I didn't think Jane Daniels really had a great chance to win. But actually, if you look at his, you know, he had a great game against Florida. He is the second uh, favorite. If you look at the odds now, I think he's going to be a finalist because I think he's, he's uh, you got Bo Nix as a favorite, and you got Jane Daniels as a second choice. Uh, so, um, so obviously he's got a chance, and I think he's definitely going to be a finalist. Uh, I know I don't think today tonight's going to be that big of a deal in terms of his resume, but maybe next week against A&M, the Washington-Oregon game is going to be really big, obviously, for those two quarterbacks. Uh, so um, where do you think uh, Jane Daniels stands in terms of his chances to win the Heisman this year? You know, uh, I, I agree you and I are in the same boat as far as after the Bama game because the team lost because this is a lot of times it's the best player on the best team award. It's the team award first. Um, and after the Bama game, and he, and he got knocked out. He didn't even think he was going to play uh, against Florida. Um, yeah, I thought his chances were over. Uh, his odds went down to like uh, eight, 18 to 1. Um, and he, he didn't have a big stage the rest of the way. Um, no conference championship game and no marquee opponent, no ranked team to even, uh, you know, to showcase, you know, his skills. He does play, which was to our surprise, and then sets up historical numbers against Florida that gets everybody's attention. Then all of a sudden he's, you know, back sort of like where he is right now, sort of a co-second choice. Uh, with Michael Penix. Bo Nix is basically even money. Last Sunday when I was doing my show, I do a Sunday morning show, 10 a.m. to noon, and he was uh, he was 10 to 1 uh, at the time we went start about 10 a.m. Then he went to 8 to 1, which I bet on it at Bet Rivers was the best number. Uh, later that evening, he went to 6 to 1 on Monday morning, to four to one, to now the best number you're getting on him is plus three twenty-five. He's getting a lot of endorsements from, you know, people that cover college football, you know, regularly. You know, whether it's you know Fox Sports, whether it's uh, on three, ESPN.com, you name it. There's he's you know, the, as far as their little Heisman watch or their Heisman list, he's the guy. He has. He is having the best season in college football. That doesn't mean he'll win the award. Um, Bo Nix is the favorite right now, even though my buddy Scott Rabelais polled a bunch of Heisman voters that he knows that Michael Penix is getting most of the votes and Daniels is right behind. But Bo Nix has the easiest path. Washington is underdog today. Washington will be an underdog against Oregon in the rematch in the uh, in Las Vegas in the Pac-12 championship game. Knicks and Oregon will be favored in their last three games. So the yeah, path, yeah. you know, and you know, he he their their team's supposed to win. And look, if they play Washington, he's going to put up good numbers too. So uh, you know, Knicks is the favorite for a reason. But Daniels absolutely has a shot, and he's a lot 
to make the trip to New York as a finalist? Well, I want I want to say the two things going against him, and I don't disagree with you. If we're looking at the the eyeball test, I think Daniels is probably the best of the three of them. But uh, he's going to play Georgia State and A and M, and we don't know where where A and M is. I know they have a they're going to have to hire a new coach, so they could be uh, a train wreck uh, next week. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But uh, Oregon and Washington State get to play. I mean, Washington get to play each other, so they get to play. Uh, so actually, Washington, if you think of Penix, he's got the best opportunity at least because he gets to play the best opponents left. So he can look if he looks good against uh, Oregon State today, and then a uh, Washington, the Pac-12 championship, that really helps his cause. And if Bo Nix looks great against Washington, then it really helps his cause. So I think that's going against Jane Daniels. But I agree with you. I think if we were looking at the eyeball test, and you could throw the stats in there as well. I think Jay Dales deserves it because, but, you know, and then you got to look at strength of schedule and all that stuff. I think the SEC's a little bit down this year, maybe. I want to get your thoughts on that. The Pac-12, it's amazing that they're dismantling because they have a very good conference this year. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Mitch, it's, you know, you know, everybody agrees that Daniels has had the best year. For him to even be in the conversation with three more losses than Washington and two more than Oregon, tells you how good of a season he's had. Um, this is not just the Heisman voters are not just made up of people that cover, you know, college football on a regular, you know, for their main beat. They've got some people, a big chunk of these voters, you know, are in major you know, pro markets that, that watch a handful of uh, college games a year. I mean, so it's, it's flawed, but, I mean, it is what it is. Daniels has a shot. He's been... I mean, we're we're comparing this his season this year to Joe Burrow's season in 2019. I never never thought we'd be doing that, and he's actually a little bit better. And neighbors and, and Thomas are good, but they ain't chasing Jefferson. You know what I mean? So they um in the in the thing is the 2019 season was arguably the best. They beat more top ten teams. They beat more teams that finished in the top ten than any other uh, team in the history of college football. But to your point, if Penix wins out, I don't see how you're going to keep him from, from winning it. Because if they're going to win today and against Oregon and in the Apple Cup against Washington State, he's going to have to have good odds. It's all on his shoulders. And if he does, he could. I think he's the one guy that controls his own destiny. So we'll see. And the, the sad thing is Baylor and RG3, so RG3 running with three losses, uh, Florida Tebow won it with four losses. Lamar Jackson won it with three losses. But RG3's year, that's before the Big 12 had a conference championship game, and they beat Texas 38-14 to uh, you know, on that same day that LSU beat Georgia in 2011 in the uh, SEC championship game. Daniels will be idle on that on that championship weekend when Washington or Oregon are playing, which hurts. He's got a shot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, we got to roll, but Jimmy, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we wish you happy Thanksgiving. It's always great talking to you, and uh, let's keep in touch. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple more shows, and hopefully we can talk uh, when we get to the bowl game. So, uh, anyway, thanks for joining me this after, this morning. No problem, Mitch. Take care, man. All right, thank you. That was good stuff by Jimmy. Uh, it's going to be interesting that 11... Uh, Heisman Trophy winners have had three losses. Somebody told me that statistic. So 
Just because Jane Daniels and LSU's lost three games doesn't mean he's out of the pitch. I still think, I agree with Jimmy said, Penix controls his own destiny here. We'll be back with uh, Glenn Gilbert live here from the Silver Slipper in Bay St. Louis, the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, right after these messages. Quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans metro area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Louisiana I'm Radio Dan Network, Mills, CEO I'm of the Home Builders Association of Greater Day, New Orleans. Statewide As the voice of the residential housing in the industry in After today, Louisianians will know who will be their next Attorney General, Secretary of State, and Treasurer. After a voter turnout of just 36% in the October primary, political analyst Bernie Penzanet says turnout could be even lower for the runoff. He says Republicans are favored to win all three races. But their margins will depend on the turnout. If there's a very low block turnout, then the Republicans' margin will increase. Governor-elect Jeff Landry has concerns about the potential cost of Louisiana's new policy, allowing state workers who welcome a new child to get six weeks of paid leave. The state has 70,000 employees, and the benefit begins January 1st. Landry, though, questions whether the state can afford it. It's nice, and we can be aspirational uh, as governors, but the legislature are the ones that have to find the money and pay for it. LRN. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. So 
Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating. The real DA is on the way. Take your homes, got fleas or homes, got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rocks. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. Exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 830 to 530 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. All right, we're back here live till 11 a.m. here at the Silver Slipper Casino, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And my next guest, who's been along with me many times before with Outkick.com, is Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, so uh, I want to get your thoughts, first of all, on the Heisman race. It's really funny. We're talking to Jimmy Ott and how the odds keep changing. Like, at the Alabama game, Jaden Daniels' odds went way up because, you know, he just, they didn't win the game. He didn't finish the game. But then his odds went down. He's the second choice right now because of his great performance against Florida. I still believe that it's really going to be between Bo Nix and Penix because, they play each other, they play better teams, uh, so they have better opportunities to really showcase what they've got. So I want to get your, what's your analysis of the Heisman race right now? Yeah, it's tough. I, I really think, uh, I'm, I voted in the Heisman, and if it was today, I would vote for Jaden, definitely. Um, you know, I, I think what's going to, if he doesn't win it, it's going to be because they have three losses. Uh, and they're not really a, you know, they're not a contender. They're like in the, out of the top 10 and maybe even out of the top 15. But to me, that's why he should win it because he's doing it all. Whereas the other players have more help 
and uh, Jaden's still blowing everybody away with his, with the statistics. I mean, he's got stats that no one's touched. I mean, he set an FBS record uh, just last week with uh, passing and running. I, I think he should win it. What, what, if he doesn't win it, it's gonna, what's going to hurt him is, is LSU's schedule. You know, since they lost to Alabama, which was the, the big one, uh, you know, they played an unranked Florida team where he set the record. Now they play uh, Georgia State, and then they play a, you know, a bad uh, unranked Texas A&M team, and, and that's it for them. Whereas the other contenders have much bigger games uh, coming up today and, and left in the season. So that's what's going to hurt him if he doesn't win it. But I, I, I still think he could win it just because the stats are overwhelming. And you've had other quarterbacks in similar situations winning. Yeah, uh, there have been uh, 11, I believe, 11 highs with Trophy winners and lost three games. So it, it's winnable, but I agree with you. I think it really, Penix has got the, uh, the, it's his to lose because I think if, he, if they, well, they got to win those games. But if they beat Oregon State, uh, beat Washington State in the Apple, beat Apple Cup game, and they beat Oregon in, in, in the, uh, in the uh, Pac-12 championship game, he's win. He wins. There's no way. With his, he's got good numbers. If he goes undefeated with that schedule, you know. And another thing I think Glenn is, uh, and a lot of people don't talk about this because everybody says the SEC's the best conference every year. I think the SEC's a little bit down this year. I think there's a it bunch is. of teams in the SEC that are not that good, and that's why I think Alabama's a little bit inflated, maybe. And I think George is going to take care of business with them. I really believe that. But don't you think that might be hurting Jay Nails a little bit, too? That the Pac-12 is better probably than the SEC this year. Yeah, it is. And I think the Big Ten is, too. Um, so, yeah, that, that could be hurting him. Uh, you know, he, he's just not as much in the, in the forefront nationally. You know, he is in Louisiana, but not nationally. And really, LSU lost two biggest opportunities. For the Heisman, the way I see it, you know, Florida State national television early in the season—that's where he could have really set the pace. He actually didn't play well in the second half of that game. That could have been his Texas, like Joe Burrow had in 2019, but they lost that game. And then also, unlike Burrow, uh, who won at Alabama in 19, uh, Daniel did not win at Alabama in, in 23, and unfortunately, he got he got hurt. So they were down 42-28 already. Uh, but, you know, you'd have liked to see what he could have done at, at the end of the game. Yeah, I think that's – I agree with you completely on that too, Glenn. I said that if LSU won the game or it was like a real close game in January, Daniels had a huge game, then I thought he had a, a pretty decent chance with the Heisman. If that didn't happen, I thought he had I – mean, I don't – I wouldn't bet him. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I'm pulling for him, but I, I think the Alabama game just knocks him out. But I think, obviously, he'll be a finalist in New York. Uh, LSU probably, are you hearing, assuming they win, yeah, I expect them to win tonight, I think they should beat A&M. Really, it shouldn't be an issue. That they would, they, I'm thinking maybe the old Outback Bowl or Live West the, in Tampa, uh, which would be great if you're, because the Saints are going to be playing in Tampa uh, for their game on the 31st. If LSU would play the next day, uh, there in the bowl game there, maybe against a team like Penn State, is that what you're hearing, or what are your thoughts on where LSU might go, assuming they win their last two games for bowl, their bowl destination? Yeah, I hadn't really looked into that, uh, the non, 
playoff bowls, but uh, that would be great. if Whenever you can land in a Florida bowl, uh, you know, when you've had three losses, that's that's pretty good. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny that LSU and the Saints were in the same state in Florida a few years ago when, uh, when Jameis threw that game-winning touchdown on the last play for Tampa Bay to beat the Saints. Uh, LSU, I think, won a bowl the the day before, or was that I'm trying to remember? You know, LSU lost to Brian Kelly in Notre Dame in a bowl on the last play of the game. I might be getting the years crisscrossed, but uh, yeah, I think I think for this team, uh, you know, a, a Florida bowl would be excellent. Let me ask you. Uh, also, I know outside of LSU, but they are playing A and M next week. Uh, you have any idea? Well, I got a two-part question. Number one, you have any idea who you think A&M's looking for? I know they probably fired Jimbo early because they want to get the jump on other schools in terms of finding the right coach. And secondly, uh, Urban Meyer's name always comes up. I think Deion Sanders is absolutely ridiculous. I know it's all hype and PR because I think Deion Sanders could be could be gone in a couple of years from Colorado because I think that's going to be a train wreck. That's my prediction. But. A&M, who do you think they're looking towards maybe? And where do you think Urban Meyer, you think he's coming back to coach college football? Well, Deion Sanders is having a terrible year right now. Uh, so I don't, I don't think he's going to get another job this year. Um, yeah, I think, I think Urban Meyer is still damaged goods. Um, you know, I, I think if he really wants a job, he could, he could probably get one. But I know Michigan State was not interested in him. I would, I would doubt if Texas A&M is, is interested in him. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, I had a list on Texas A&M early in the week. Uh, I, I think that is still uh, pretty wide open. I know they interviewed the Texas San Antonio coach this week. That would be a, a rising young hire with Texas ties. That would, that would make sense. You know, they, it might make sense for them to not go with the headline hire this time and, and go a little more low key and and less salary but but more qualified. You know, sometimes you can get seduced by, you know, the guy winning the national championship. I think that was Scott Woodward's mistake when he hired Jimbo Fisher. It looked good at the time, but if you look closer, you know, Jimbo had a losing season in his last year at state the program was starting to really go down, which happened as soon as he left. So that's not a good sign. Um but it's going to be interesting to watch uh, you know, who Texas A&M hires. You, know, you also got an opening at Michigan State, and you, know, you could have some more. Yeah, and I, I think the two best jobs under the new current system with NIL is Texas, Texas A&M. They got the most money. Last question, I'll let you out on this. Uh, rumors about Mississippi State interested in Willie Fritz. I think if Willie Fritz gets that chance, he should jump at it, regardless of what the conditions are, because he – did not do that with the Georgia Tech deal. What are you hearing about you know, Willie Fritz of Mississippi State? Yeah, I think that would be a mistake for Willie. I mean, Mississippi State, it's in the SEC, but it's not a great job. I mean, they don't have a lot of NIL money. You're in Starkville as opposed to being in New Orleans. Um, but even if you know, Mississippi State is viewed as a better job than Tulane, he probably wouldn't even make more money than he's making at Tulane, not that much. But I would think he could jump from Tulane to a better job if he uh, if he waits. If that's what he wants to do. But uh, you know, if Tulane's smart, they'll they'll look at it as an investment and try to keep him. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. This yeah, is I agree. the greatest thing they've had in decades. I don't know if Willie Fritz, and I love Willie Fritz, but I don't know if there's going to be other necessarily, especially in the SEC, I don't know if there would be other opportunities beyond Mississippi State, maybe outside the SEC. So we'll see. But it's it's interesting. I think they will make a run at him, and he's going to have to make that call. But, hey, Glenn, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me this morning, and I wish you happy Thanksgiving, of course. Same to you. Thanks. Hey, all right, so that was uh, – Glenn Gilbo, we're going to take our next break in a couple minutes. We got uh, Hank Allen from WGNO TV coming on with us next after the break. And his thoughts, because I know Hank is a big Willie Fritz fan, uh, being a Mississippi guy, going to Mississippi State alum. So we'll get his thoughts on that. Uh, we got one more segment here in the first hour. We'll be here another hour until 11 a.m. live here at the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, overlooking the beautiful casino here with the slot machines, the gaming tables. We got the Blue Bayou Restaurant to my left, open at 5 o'clock. We got the, uh, of course, the uh, buffet open at 11, and then the coffee and uh, breakfast spot right down from me as well and the sports book is open to a lot of great action going on today with college football of course nfl tomorrow so it's going to be a great weekend here on the gulf coast of mississippi and we're going to take another break live here with hank allen next here from the gulf coast of mississippi silver slipping casino we'll be back right after these messages that other pest control company they are quote home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans metro area, North Shore and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. 
At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. What does grace mean to you? At Grace of the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Christ Church Cathedral, the Cathedral Church of the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana. Christ Church Cathedral acts in support of community renewal and socioeconomic justice. Learn more at cccnola.org. Here live, uh, we have to get Hank Allen on the line here for our final segment of the first hour. And uh, we were just talking about, uh, you know, the rumors that uh, Mississippi State interested Willie Fritz. Uh, I think Willie Fritz would be crazy not to take that job. I know, you know, I don't know what the money situation would be there, but you get the SEC. Mississippi State's had great years when they had Dak Prescott. So it's not a, a program you can't win at. Uh, you get to play Alabama, so you get to play all the big boys, LSU and Alabama every year, so I, I think it's uh, something you should seriously consider because, you know, Tulane is having another great year, and if they win out, they probably get in a New Year's Bowl, uh, New Year's Day Bowl, this New Year's Six Bowl, but uh, they're kind of stuck with uh, without a real conference, and, uh, you know, they would probably be under the same, if they got an invitation, uh, which I've not heard yet from the uh, something like the ACC, they'd have to make some kind of deal like SMU did, and they don't have the alumni wealth that SMU would have uh, to do that. So I, I think that um, that that would be a concern. So I'm just saying that's that's my, you know my thoughts. If I'm trying to move along, I know Willie Fritz is comfortable. New Orleans is a great place to come. I mean, he's got a great deal. He's getting paid well. Tulane's upgrading their facilities. They're having another very good year. Uh, but there's just a certain point you can get. Maybe it feels like when they move to 12 teams in the uh, playoff that if he has another great year, and then Pratt's going to be gone after this year, but uh, maybe he feels like he can get in the mix anyway. So we'll see how that goes uh, down the road. Uh, LSU playing Georgia State, of course, uh, tonight at uh, 7 o'clock on ESPN 2, and then uh, they should win that game, of course. They're a big 32-point favorite. And then Next week they would finish at 11 a.m. We'll be back here live uh, from 9 to 11 up to kickoff for LSU hosting Texas A&M with an interim coach and A&M trying to figure out who they want to t replace Jimbo Fisher. Talking to the uh, Texas San Antonio coach is going to have an interesting game against Tulane next week. That should be a very important game because both teams are and SMU's in the mix as well. Uh, one of those three teams probably gets in a if they run the table whoever that team may be, might be in a New Year's Six game. So that's interesting as well. And so, uh, but that's who A&M is supposedly interested uh, in, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So uh, Texas A&M, LSU next week, 11 o'clock. Uh, we talked about some of these other great football games that are going to be going on uh, this, uh, this afternoon. And uh, I think the main one, of course, is going to be uh, – Washington, uh, again, what a tough schedule Washington says. That's what I'm saying, Penix, if he runs a table, he's got to play, uh, you know, he just played Utah, it was at home, and that was an easy game. And then he's got, uh, uh, this afternoon, he's got to play at Oregon State, and he's actually, uh, Washington's a one-point underdog in that game. Then they've got to play the Apple Cup against uh, Washington State, 
and then they've got to play Oregon in the big, big. I mean, the Pac-12 championship game. So if he wins those three games, he should win the Heisman. I mean, there's no question that because that would be a perfect record, undefeated, going into the to the national championship semifinal game, one of those games. Uh, so I think he controls Stone Destiny. Uh, Bo Nix is the favorite right now because he's got the easier schedule. Of course, uh, Bo Nix uh, has to play Oregon State, and then of course he's got to play uh, against. Uh, probably Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Jane Daniels, who's probably on the eyeball test, and his statistics are fantastic. Jane Daniels would be the guy you would think, uh, uh, you know, if, if you go by that. I think he's probably the best, he's probably the best college football player this year. And I don't agree with him. You know, Marvin Harrison Jr. having a great year for Iowa State. He's not in the mix. I don't care what... Uh, you know, Mike Wilbon and guys like that say, because they just have their agendas, of course. But uh, but I still think he's important in terms of Iowa State beating Michigan. And I really say, like, if I had my, if I predicted today who's going to be in the college final four, I got Georgia, because I think Georgia beats Tennessee uh, in a little tricky game, because Tennessee coming off a loss. But I think Georgia wins that game, and I think Georgia beats Alabama. They still going to play Georgia Tech, of course, a rivalry, but I think Georgia goes undefeated and is going to try to win three years in a row. I think Georgia's going to be your one seed. I think Ohio State will beat Michigan and be the two seed. And then I think, uh, you know, either Washington or Oregon's going to be your three seed. And I think Florida State's your four seed only because Washington or Oregon's going to have a better resume. Even if Florida State's undefeated, if Oregon uh, does not lose another game and beats Washington in the Pac-12 championship game, I think that Oregon uh, would be the three seed. I think Florida State's a four seed. And then you'd have maybe like a Georgia versus uh, Florida State semifinal, which would be a very intriguing matchup. That Florida State quarterback and wide receivers against Georgia's defense. And then you would have a Washington Oregon uh, against uh, a higher state team. And I think you might have a Georgia Ohio State rematch from the national semifinal, which went right down to the wire. Ohio State would have won the game. They missed a long field goal at the end of the game. And then, uh, of course, Georgia beat. Uh, uh, TCU in the national championship game easily, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But we're talking LSU football, LSU got Georgia State, and then next week they've got to play uh, Texas A&M at 11 o'clock. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, we're live here at the Silver Slipper uh, Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. Uh, we're talking uh, LSU football. We'll be here for a couple more weeks. Uh, we'll be here next week, I said, like 9 to 11, up to the kickoff of LSU and A&M from Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge, LA, Death Valley. And uh, so, and uh, then of course, we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be here on following week to talk, talk about LSU season, wrap up the entire season, which I think will be uh, a nine and three regular season. And then uh, where they go, bowl game possibly, uh, somewhere in the state of Florida, maybe the live West Bowl in Tampa, Florida. And we'll see how that goes. In the second hour of the show, uh, coming up, we're gonna have Charles Hanagraf from ESPN uh, Baton Rouge get his thoughts on LSU in terms of their the rest of the season, the Heisman, uh, who A&M might hire as their next head coach. We got Patricia Caputo, who is with uh, Tiger TV, get her thoughts on that as well. And then Hunter Dawkins, the Gazette Gazebo. We're maybe trying to get Hank on for the final segment of the show at 10.45, and we wrap up the show and then head it out uh, here. But uh, again, this is like a great spot uh, here in uh, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, the Silver Slipper Casino. Like I said, here on the main stage here, we got the Blue Bayou restaurant to the left of me. You've got uh, 
of course, uh, the buffet, uh, which opens at 11 o'clock, and then you can get breakfast, uh, coffee, and, uh, and uh, breakfast sandwiches and all that great stuff at, the, at the, uh, their breakfast venue as well. Got the sports book right next to it. You got the gaming tables. You got the slot machines as well. So a lot of stuff going on here uh, in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast here of uh, Mississippi in Bay St. Louis. And uh, what a, I do want to put a, give a shout out and congratulations to the Pelicans who won last night without uh, C.J. McCollum. They ended up beating uh, Denver, which surprised me a lot. I'm looking at the guys wearing a belt. I'm really surprised about that. I know, I believe that uh, um, Jamal Murray did not play in that game, but of course you had a, a, a triple-double from Jokic, but uh, the Pelicans uh, are now 6-6. Six and six. They lost five in a row. That, that's the way they were last year. They get in these runs where they win a few games in a row, then they lose a few games. They remember they had lost five games in a row because at one time they were 4-1 and one, and they went to 4-6. and six. Now they won two in a row, so they're 6-6. Six and six. Now they're 500 right on the Mendoza line now. And uh, so we'll see how that goes. It's a long season for the Pelicans, of course. You play 82 games, so we'll see how that goes with them. But uh, I just want to congratulate them. That was a great victory, even without Jamal Murray for the Pelicans to win that game against the defending NBA champions. So anyway, we're going to be back for the second hour of the show uh, with with uh, great guests. Like I said, we're going to have uh, Charles Hanegraaff, Patricia Caputo, Hunter Dawkins, and uh, a lot more to talk about in the second hour. Again, the topics on the table will be the Nationals, National semifinals, of course. Uh, right now, uh, it, you know, they've, they've got them ranked, but we've got several more football games to go, so they're not set in stone. And we're going to talk about uh, Jay Dale's chance to win the Heisman. He's the second choice right now, but I think Bo Nix or Penix are probably more likely to win it because of the, their schedules and their records, better records, of course. And then we're going to talk about who's going to be the new Texas A&M job because that's, that's the best job going right now. So anyway, uh, we'll be back for the second half of the show live here from the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi talking LSU football for the 2023 season and also what bowl will LSU be in, probably somewhere in Florida, uh, assuming they win their last two games. We'll be back for the second half of the show uh, Breakfast with the Bob Beagles, Ace City Live here at the Gulf Coast Mississippi Silver Slipper right after these messages. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Take your homes, got fleas, or homes, got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rugs. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. 
And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Hey, this is Christian Garrick of The Christian Garrick Show. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 2, only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter is now under hospice care at home, following in the footsteps of her husband, former President Jimmy Carter, who began hospice care nine months ago. At 96, Rosalind Carter is spending quality time with her family, as mentioned in a statement by their grandson on Friday. In May, the Carter Center revealed that the former First Lady had been diagnosed with dementia. On the 42nd day of the Israel-Hamas war, Israel's reportedly nearing the dismantling of the military system in the northern Gaza Strip. The focus is expected to shift to the southern part of the region. This development follows the discovery of a hostage's body in a building near Gaza's main hospital. Tensions are running high on college campuses across the U.S. since last month's Hamas attack on Israel. Near Barkat, Israel's Minister of Economy and Industry, is warning American universities to crack down on anti-Semitism. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona agrees. Colleges should be places where students could express themselves, and it's okay to have different beliefs, uh, and it's okay to express those different beliefs. But when it becomes a threat to students, or when students can't feel safe walking from their dorm to their classroom because they're afraid that they're going to get harmed, that's unacceptable. We must protect students uh, at all costs. Barkhad went on to say his recent conversations with lawmakers during his trip to the United States suggest there will be legislative efforts to crack down on anti-Semitism on campus. President Biden sat down with the president of Mexico Friday during a bilateral meeting in San Francisco. Nothing is beyond our reach, in my view. I really mean it. When Mexico and the United States stand together and work together, as we've been doing Biden said the two nations are collaborating to tackle long-standing migration issues and combat the trafficking of fentanyl. And nearly 450 individuals at a Salem, Massachusetts hospital may have faced potential exposure to hepatitis and HIV due to improper IV administration over the past two years. This is USA News. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337 
800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337. A man has been charged in connection with the death of a Jewish protester in California. Ventura County District Attorney Eric Nasarenko announced the filing of involuntary manslaughter and battery charges against 50-year-old Loai Almaji. The charges are based on new physical and forensic evidence. In addition, we were able to take video as well as digital footage, put it together and establish a clear sequence of events leading up to the confrontation. The incident occurred on November 5th during a pro-Palestinian protest in Thousand Oaks where 69-year-old Paul Kessler was reportedly struck with a bullhorn doing an argument leading to him falling and hitting his head on the pavement. Kessler passed away shortly afterward. Members of the United Auto Workers Union have seemingly given their nod to a new contract with the big three U.S. automakers. The vote at General Motors was closely contested with approximately 55% of members supporting the deal. Preliminary results indicate that members at Stellantis and Ford are also likely to approve their contracts. The Thanksgiving travel season kicked off Friday, and it's anticipated to be one of the busiest in history. AAA projects that over 55 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more for Thanksgiving this year, marking a slightly over 2% increase from last year. And Broadway is set to welcome a musical centered around Tammy Faye Baker called Tammy Faye. The production boasts music by Elton John and lyrics by Jake Shears. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800 284 Welcome to the eighth season of Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals, talking LSU Tiger football for the 2023 season. And now let's go live to the Mississippi Gulf Coast in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, at the world-famous Silver Sliver Casino with your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. All right, we're ready for hour number two here live at the Silver Sliver Casino, and uh, Let's get to our next guest, uh, who's been on with me many times before uh, with ESPN Baton Rouge. He is Charles Hannigan. Charles, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, thanks for having me. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, good morning. Good to see you. I wish you, of course, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, next week, next uh, this coming Thursday, of course. And uh, also want to ask you about uh, a couple of different topics. First of all, the Heisman race. Interesting how the odds keep changing. I know... I kind of believed, I think you might have agreed with me, after the uh, Alabama game, I didn't really think Jay Daniels could win the Heisman because I thought that was his shining moment, and it didn't work out. But then he had a great game against Florida, and so he's the second choice in the betting right now. But I really think it's going to come down to to Bo, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, Panic and Bo Nix because they've also had great years, and they have uh, some very big games ahead of them. So they have a, a greater stage opportunity to showcase their talent. So I want to get your analysis of the Heisman race right now. Yeah, I, I think Jaden Daniels has done everything he can do to, to win the thing. 
You know, his numbers are all in line. He's put up some spectacular performances. Um, I was with you. I didn't. I thought that the Alabama game would probably be the end of his candidacy, and then he responded, uh, you know, with that record-setting performance. I think it's going to be hard for him to win if Washington and or Oregon doesn't lose a game. If Bo Nix is in the, in the playoffs, you know, he's a favorite right now, if they went out and beat, say, Washington, especially an undefeated Washington, in a Pac-12 championship game, and Bo Nix has a big day. You know, let's say he throws 350 yards and four touchdowns. That's going to be hard to overcome. Um, if Penix finishes undefeated, you know, same scenario, and has a big game in the Pac-12 championship game, you know, similar numbers, he's going to be hard to beat. Daniels' best path to the Heisman, which, by the way, I don't think has very much to do anymore with what he does, and I'll get to that in a minute, but it has a lot to do with what happens in those games. So if you're, if you're pulling for Daniels to win the Heisman, I think his best path, not his only path, but his best path would be for Washington to lose a game in the regular season, and then one of those teams will have two losses in the Pac-12 championship game, and for that Pac-12 championship game to be somewhat nondescript. In other words, the, the, the quarterback has kind of a mediocre day, similar to what Penix had when they played Arizona State. You know, they won the game 15-7, to but he didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game. Something like that is the best pass for Daniels. Yeah, I agree. I say, I say if Washington Oregon wins out, whoever that team is, whoever that, the quarterback of that team wins the highs. But I agree with you completely on that. So it's going to take, it's like one of those things like you're trying to get in the playoffs or something, and you need help. So I agree with you on that. Uh, LSU bowl game situation, I'm hearing, um, which would be, I think, you know, there's always politics with bowls, and, uh, you know, you know, you want to, and there's always the economics, right? The dollar is always very important. And it's interesting that L, that the Saints will be playing Tampa Bay, because I'm going to be at that game. The Saints going to be playing Tampa Bay uh, on December 31st, uh, a road game in uh, Raymond James. And so if in, in that bowl game, I think the Reliant Quest, which was usually the, well, the Outback Bowl, would be the next day. So it seems to me that would make a good fit to do that, to make it like a New Orleans Baton Rouge weekend there. So for New Year's weekend, I want to get your thoughts on that because I would think that would be the favorite, especially since LSU played the Citrus Bowl last year. Is that what you're hearing or what, are you hearing something different than that? That's one of the scenarios. And, you know, this stuff, it matters a lot less than it used to. You know, there used to be big-time negotiations going on between the Bulls and all that Now the conference pretty much steers everybody where they need them. That scenario works great for LSU. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what it does for the other teams that are contention, you know, and where do you send, um, you know, Tennessee, for instance, uh, or where would you send a 10-win Missouri? You know, th those kind of things have to factor in. you got to see the whole picture. But Tampa's a good bet for where they may end up. They could also end up in Jacksonville. They haven't been to Jacksonville since 87 to, to the Gator Bowl. So that's a possibility. I don't think they're going back to Orlando. I'm with you there. But so I would say probably, stuck for a prediction today, I'd say probably uh, two out of three that they would go to Tampa and one out of three they'd go to Jacksonville. You know, and I would prefer them to go to Jacksonville. I'm going to be there for the uh, Saints game and hopefully see a couple of hockey games. But 
I, I love to go because I've been in Jacksonville a long time. So that I didn't think about that, but that's a good thought. I, I hope that works out. But I'm agreeing with you. I would think that Tampa Bay would be the little bit of more of the favorite for the destination. Uh, also, uh, A&M job open. And, uh, you know, one of my guests earlier was telling me that they thought that Urban Meyer is not that of attractive a candidate, supposedly, because maybe I think Michigan State wasn't necessarily interested. I, you know, I disagree. I think Urban Meyer, now maybe he's right. Maybe a lot of schools are reluctant to hire Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer didn't do anything in college. Well, he had some issues at Ohio State, but if you want to win, he's, he's up there with Saban. You can't, you can't argue his success. I know he's got some baggage, and it's been a couple of years now, but uh, so I want what your thoughts on Urban Meyer. Is he a candidate for any of these jobs, especially A&M, and who do you think A&M's interested in? Well, he would be a candidate at, at you know, a number of these jobs, but my information, you know, the people I've talked to is he's probably not interested in going back to coach. Uh, so for the moment, um, I think that if he wanted to, he could probably have the A&M job or the Michigan State job or whatever job he wants, almost, if he got his agent working for him. But, I, it, you know, again, my, my what I understand is he doesn't want to coach. So oh, let's take good. him yeah. off the board for the moment. Um, I think Mike Elko at Duke is a possibility. I thought Dan Lanning would have been a fantastic fit. Uh, we never believe coaches when they say, I'm not going to go there. Uh, but Lanning was, you know, fairly convincing the other day when he said he's not interested in leaving Oregon. So let's see there because that would that would make a lot of sense. He's got a lot of SEC ties to him. He's led a big time power program. He may you know the, the timing may not work out even if he wanted to do it because if they're in the national championship game uh, or in the playoff and it may not want to wait. Um, I, Lance Lightpole at Kansas is a fantastic coach. He's a little bit older. Uh, but he's a fantastic coach. Those guys, and then I, I wouldn't throw out Lane Kiffin. Uh, I, I think that it's a long shot probably, but that would be one I would at least keep a keep a wandering eye on because if Lane likes to complain about anything, it's about lack of resources, and he wouldn't have that problem in College Station. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, that, I agree that Lane Kiffin will, can leave a program, as we've seen, whether it's, you know, Tennessee is a good example of that. Uh, what about Mississippi State? Because I think that Willie Fritz, um, I know he's got a good deal at Tulane, but I'm hearing that they're interested in Willie Fritz. And, uh, and uh, you know, Tulane really looks like they're kind of stuck in that conference. And maybe things will change when they move from four to 12 teams in the, uh, the playoff uh, scenario. But uh, what are you hearing about that particular job? If Willie Fritz was 53 and not 63, he'd be the hottest coaching candidate in the country. I, I am such a fan of Willie Fritz. I think he is a phenomenal coach. I, I think he's adaptable. I think he's a leader. I, there's nothing I don't like about Willie Fritz, but I have to concede that, again, uh, like I said, if he was 53 and not 63, I think the, the, the line would be very, very long uh, to, to get him. I don't know what his you know, personal thoughts are. I don't know him, uh, whether he would be interested in taking a job like that at this point in his career, but he is a phenomenal coach, and he would do a great job wherever he goes. Now, the most interesting name that I've heard with Dan, at Mississippi State is Dan Mullen. Uh, you know, that 
that was a good fit the last time. Mullen had more success there than any coach uh, in recent memory, maybe ever, at Mississippi State. He's been out of the game not too long. Um, if you can mend the fences that you maybe broke on the way out the door, um, I think that you know the, the fan base, as I understand it, would probably forgive and forget. Some of the administrators aren't there anymore, so uh, can you go home again? You know, it worked for a while for Bobby Petrino at Louisville, and then the bottom fell out of it. So, watch Dan Mullen. That could work. Yeah, I was just thinking about Bobby Petrino when you brought that up. And uh, winning cures pretty much everything. So, if they took the chance and he was interested and they started winning, I think everybody would forgive him. So, we'll see how that goes. But, hey, uh, Charles, always a pleasure. Uh, again, thanks for joining me this morning. I wish you a happy Thanksgiving, of course. You too, Mitch. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you, man. That, that was some interesting stuff there, but uh, I don't know. Because the Bobby Petrino thing, uh, like you said, worked briefly, and then it didn't work. Although it's apples and oranges to talk that. But anyway, we're going to take our next break. Patricia Caputo is going to be with us next. Get her thoughts on, uh, of course, LSU's bowl destination, the Heisman race as well. We're live here all the way to the top there until 11 a.m., the Silver Slipper Casino, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi talking LSU football for the 23 season. Jane Daniels' chance to win the Heisman. Where's LSU goal-wise? Is it Jacksonville? Is it Tampa? We'll see how that goes. Uh, we're going to be here until 11 a.m. in our eighth season. Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals talking LSU football live here. The beautiful Silver Slipper Casino, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi here at Bay St. Louis. We'll be back with more of the show live right after these messages. Before you pay that other pest control company their, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan, call DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. 
Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Around these parts. Pass will go out there and it's intercepted. The game of football. Hammered back at the 29-yard line. Is all Caught at the 15-yard line. 10, 5. The rage. It means everything. It really does. This is your radio home for Louisiana Raging Cajuns football. Catch all the action of Raging Cajuns football this season only on the Community Voice of the Crescent City, WGSO 990 AM. All right, we're back here live at the Silver Slipping Casino. We are at the top of the hour, 11 o'clock, talking LSU football 23 season. A uh, couple of topics on the uh, the docket today, of course, talking about LSU's bowl destination with two games left to go. Also, the Heisman race with Jane Daniels. And joining me right now to talk about those issues is Patricia Caputo, who's a reporter for Tiger TV. So, Patricia, thanks for joining me uh, this morning. Yeah, of course, Mitch. I'm happy to talk about these. Okay, so let's uh, talk about uh, LSU's destination for a bowl game. I mean, we're assuming. They're going to beat Georgia State tonight, and then they got an early game against uh, Texas A&M next Saturday at 11 a.m., and so I'm assuming they win those two games, so they end up 9-3. I guess it would be like fifth, if you look at all the SEC teams, they'd be like fifth place maybe there. Uh, you, know, you know, they were in Orlando last year for the Citrus Bowl, so you would think that would be uh, probably not a destination for two years in a row, uh, but also considering... Uh, Tampa Bay uh, with the old Outback Bowl, the Reliant West, especially the fact that the Saints will be playing there the day before against Tampa Bay in a big divisional matchup. And then, of course, Jacksonville, maybe the Gator Bowl in the mix as well. What are you hearing? What are your thoughts on where they might go? Yeah, I mean, another Citrus Bowl isn't necessarily totally out of the question, just judging by their record and how the season turned out. Maybe even a Peach Bowl. I know that's like Big Ten SEC matchup sometimes. We could possibly see something like that. But, again, this team has to win out for all that to be decided. And last year, I think there were higher expectations when this team went on to play Texas A&M, and then Texas A&M ended up beating them in the last game of the season. Yeah, you know, that would – I mean, I'm thinking selfishly for myself because I'll be there for the Saints game, and I would like to move on and go to a bowl game somewhere else. So Jacksonville or even Atlanta would even be better. I'm – I like that idea, but I mean, realistically, what do you think the chances are of LSU getting in the Beach Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, again, it just depends on like how it fizzles out for the rest of the year. I think the chances are pretty high. The last time they played there was in 2019. They beat uh, Oklahoma, and yeah, so I think that the, that might be something that they're eyeing right now, but again, it's all going to depend on tonight. You can't let this game somehow slip by you in some crazy fashion, and of course, Texas A&M. What about um, the Heisman race? We've been talking both a bunch of guests about that. My thoughts are, uh, you know, Jane Daniels got back in the mix with a great performance against Florida, but the problem is he's got Georgia State and A&M. He's got two teams that LSU's big, going to be big favorites over. Uh, on the other side, you've got Pennick and Bo Nix, who are who have much better 
competition coming up, especially Washington, because they got to play Oregon State uh, today, and they're actually a one-point underdog in that game. And then they would play in the in the in the Apple Cup game, and then a rematch probably with Oregon. So if they go undefeated, they win those three games undefeated. I think he wins it. I think if Bo Nix and Oregon wins the rest of their games, I think he wins it. So I think Jane Daniels would would need a little help. He has to look good against A&M, and then he needs Oregon and Washington both to lose another game. What do you think about that? Yeah, my biggest problem with Bo Nix is that he's playing with the number 18th ranked defense in the country. I think Jaden Daniels would have won a few more games if he had that opportunity. Michael Penix Jr., same thing, not playing with the best defense, still able to go undefeated and win games. In my mind, that's the closest race. Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels. Today, Jaden Daniels needs to run the ball, he needs to throw the ball. If they take him out at the, by the half, that's fine. But it happened to Michael Penix Jr. a few times this season, and he was able to get his yards cover-up, so to speak. He was able to throw for that 400. That's what kind of James Daniels needs to do today. Run for a couple hundred yards, throw for a couple hundred yards, and then he can sit and get out of the game. Uh, and then I think that could increase his Heisman chances, of course, with winning out as well, and then possibly some magic if Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr. loses the game. Yeah, and I, I think that's right. I mean, I would really like James Daniels only play maybe half of this game, and I think this game, all he has to do is just have okay numbers. I mean, I don't think this game's really that big of a deal in the Heisman race. He just can't look bad. But I think if he just has an okay, you know, solid numbers and he, and he moves on at halftime, that's perfect because you don't want to risk injury. And then he, if he can put up big numbers in his final chance, because, of course, he's not going to be able to play on uh, on championship Saturday or Friday or Saturday because he's the LSU's not going to be in the SEC championship game, so he's at a disadvantage there as well. I think it's going to be really difficult for him to win the highs, and I'm just being honest about that. Um, yeah, I and also, I yeah, and also, Patricia, the SEC just not as been as good as the, as the Pac-12, and that might have hurt him a little bit, too. The Pac-12 is just a better conference this year. Right, yeah, no, I think that, too. I think he needs to run up his numbers in both of these games. It's, I, at this point, it doesn't matter the opponent. Again, you're kind of saying, okay, maybe Michael Penix Jr. or Bo Nix could have a bad game. But even then, Jaden Daniels is still leading in quarterback uh, rating, rather. He still leads in touchdowns, even if it's only by one or two. And he's thrown for 3,164 yards, which is more than Bo Nix and a few hundred less than Michael Penix. So, again, if you're looking at just the yards, you also, in my opinion, you also have to look at, well, what has he done for the team? He's carried this team on his back. Like, Bo Nix, again, has a better defense. The pressure's off him a little bit. So that's why I do think... If I was voting, it'd be a closer race between Michael Penix and Jaden Daniels. And I think Jaden Daniels has a little bit of the upper hand just because the way he's carried this team on his back all season. And he's been able to make the big plays. He's been able to make the, win the big game. Well, I would, the one thing I would agree, I, think, I do think that Jaden Daniels is the best of the three. If I had to pick who's the best of the three quarterbacks, I would pick Jaden Daniels. But that's unfortunately not, I don't think the Heisman voters have been thinking about that. But, uh, also, A&M job open, Mississippi State. What are you hearing about those jobs? You think Willie Fritz is interested? What about Urban Meyer? Uh, what are you hearing about those two coaching vacancies? Uh, I just know that Dan Campbell has turned it all down, and he is not interested in coaching for Texas A&M. And it will be. It will be just an interesting season because there will be so many changes throughout college football next year. But also, teams have to step up. This is definitely the time where – Coaches are going to get fired. It's, it's the SEC that's always going to happen. But now with a dominant team like Texas, who is going to come into the SEC, and Oklahoma, 
you, you have to try to find the best of the best. What happened with Jimbo Fisher, it's just that $77 million buyout, kind of similar to what happened with Coach O, except Coach O was able to win a national championship. And it was time for Texas A&M to move on. They couldn't get anything done with Jimbo, despite an amazing recruiting class and everything they had done to bring in really good players, and they just weren't able to win games. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. These guys that, you know, Franklin's another guy. These guys that get these huge contracts, I wasn't that, you know, I like Jimbo. I've been him a couple of times, but I didn't think he was a deserving of like a $100 million contract. And Franklin at Penn State, who's won, I think, one game against top five, but it's like one in 12 or something. It's amazing, you know, coaches, if coaches won something, they've got leverage. And of course, NFL quarterbacks as well, just the way of the world these days in sports. But hey, we got to roll. Patricia, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. It's always a pleasure, and I was really, always appreciate you coming on the show. So thanks for joining me again this morning. Of course. Thank you, Mitch. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. All right. That's great stuff by Patricia Caputo. We're going to be back with a couple more segments. Hunter Dawkins uh, from the Gazebo Gazette's going to be on with me next. We'll talk to him about, uh, I know he's going to Starkville, so maybe you can find out some information on what's going on over there. We'll be back with a couple more segments live here for the Silver Slipper, Bay St. Louis, Gulf Coast of Mississippi, right after these messages. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Take your homes, got fleas, or homes, got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rugs. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Louisiana I'm Radio Dan Network. Mill, I'm CEO John Burns. We've seen a lot of rain this week, but 99% of Louisiana still remains under severe drought. Since August 1st, state climatologist Barry Kime says Louisiana has received 6.4 inches of rain. 
but 15.7 inches would be considered normal for that same time period. We get anywhere from an inch to an inch and a half every single week on average, and getting an inch of rain doesn't really get us very far, and that's why the drought monitor really hasn't changed. Time does say there is some hope for rain for the state. We'll see a warm front followed by a cold front that will produce widespread rain once again. During Thanksgiving weekend last year, there were 10 fatalities and more than 100 accidents with serious injuries. It's why the state's click it or ticket campaign underway now is so important as 15% of people in Louisiana go unbuckled. Spokesperson Greg Fisher. When you take that 15% of people that are not wearing their seatbelts, about half of those people are the ones that are involved in all the fatal crashes that we have every year. LRN. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. Before you pay that other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Back for a couple more segments here live at the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. 
Uh, and my next guest, very familiar with the Silver Slipper. I know it's one of its favorite places to go. We're going to be hanging out next weekend. He is Hunter Doggins with the Gazebo Gazette. So, Hunter, thanks for joining me on this morning. Mitch, thank you very much. I'm, of course, up here in God's country at Robert Hartley <laughs> Press Box in Davis Wade Stadium in Starkville, Mississippi. Southern Miss for the play in Mississippi State at 11 o'clock. And, uh, and it's interesting that you bring up, of course, you're in Starkville. And, uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit about the AM job, Mississippi State. Willie Fritz's name come up, some other. Dan Mullen's name came up with one of our guests, which would be uh, a Bobby Petrino deal. Because remember, Bobby Petrino left Louisville when he came back. And, uh, you know, so it would, it would be interesting, that scenario. But, uh, you know, so you're up there. What are you hearing about the Mississippi State head coaching job? Well, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of push around here and there, but from what I've heard, Jeremy Chatwell over at the Liberty is is a big the big name on the block right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, I've not heard that name, but of course he's done great at Liberty. And uh, and uh, what about A and M? I mean, I know they I believe they interviewed the Texas San Antonio head coach. I think they tried to get. Dan Campbell from the Detroit Lions who says he's not interested. I think Urban Meyer's name has come up, although one of my guests said Urban Meyer, they don't think Urban Meyer wants to coach again. I just, I don't, maybe Urban Meyer's saying that right now, but I think Urban Meyer wants to coach again at some point. What are you hearing about the Texas A&M job? You know, Mitch, it's funny. I'm not necessarily here. I'm hearing a bunch of names that you are, too. Lane Kiffin and, um, oh, um, Petrino, of course, moving up, um, and also Dan Campbell, but of course, none of those have showed any true measure, at least across the board. Well, uh, Petrino was brought in, remember, to be A&M's offensive coordinator, so I, I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, anyway, uh, we'll see how that goes. It was time to, uh, to you know, but, but I think those teams made a good decision in the sense of let's get the jump here because other head coaching vacancies may occur very soon as we get very close to the end of the season. And so you want to get the best chance to get the best uh, guy out there. Uh, what do you think about Willie Fritz, though? I mean, I know he's got a good deal at Tulane. He's getting paid fairly well. Uh, he's, he's no pressure on him. He's going to have another great year, whether they run the table and get back to a New Year's game or they just play another bowl game, depending on if they can run the table. But they're stuck in a dead end conference, and and maybe they can, maybe because of the expansion of the playoff will help him. But uh, they don't have the resource to do what SMU did, and I don't think they've been invited by another conference to jump in a Power Five conference. So, what do you think about Willie Fritz? You covered Tulane. What do you think Willie Fritz is thinking right now? Well, I think despite of last year when he turned down to Georgia Tech, it's kind of an instantaneous. They wanted right here, right now, and this this measure with Mississippi State is more than willing to give him some time for that season to make that decision. So he is one on the block now. Of course, Chadwell, as I said, is top notch, but Willie Fritz is also in discussion, and they're more than willing to give him a little bit of time to finish the season. And because, like you said, Mitch, they want to get it right. They don't just want to select a person that's just going to jump in right now. They want to pick right. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And uh, I know there are a lot of people who are big fans 
Mississippi State and Willie Fritz. And one of our guests, uh, one of our LSU guests said he thought Willie Fritz was one of the best coaches, most underrated coaches, but of his age, being 63. So he's not a young man in the coaching business, but you know, he looks very healthy. So he looks like he'd hang out there for a while. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, what are you hearing about LSU in terms of a bowl game destination? Because we're talking about probably not the Citrus Bowl because they played there last year in uh, the Magic City in Orlando. Uh, but we, we've heard about maybe uh, Tampa Bay, the old Outback Bowl, the ReliQuest Bowl. We've also, you know, uh, Jacksonville, the Gator Bowl, and then one of my guests threw out the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, which I would love to, to go from Tampa to, to, to Atlanta. Uh, I don't know how realistic that is, a Peach Bowl. What are you hearing about where LSU potentially would be destined for their bowl game? Well, if they can win both of these last two games and convincingly, you know, and Jaden Daniels has a great, solid performance, I think you're correct about that. The Peach Bowl looks to be definitely eyeing for LSU right now. Well, if you can get an LSU-Penn State, which is what I think is a dream, because they always want to do these Huge. SEC Big Ten games. Uh, if you can get Penn State on board with LSU, then I think that would help uh, get a better bowl, maybe a bigger, a better destination, better pair, whatever. So, uh, and I've been hearing that that's what they would like to do at LSU Penn State. Uh, so we'll see. Any thoughts on that? That's a huge. That's a huge matchup, Mitch, and that of course would show how the SEC is. You know, of course, at the dominant level of the Big Ten because of you know Penn State being one of in the top ten, and you have LSU coming, you know, up to Penn State, and I think they should personally, in my opinion, if they win the last two games, they should have faith in that game versus Penn State. And I'll leave you with this question because I know you're going to get ready for the game at 11 o'clock. Uh, Heisman, where do you think? I mean, we've basically the, the consensus has been Jane Daniels may be the best guy out there because of the three losses. The fact he won't be playing on championship weekend and that uh, SEC not as good necessarily as the Pac-12 this year. And also those, got, those teams, Oregon and Washington, those two quarterbacks are going to be playing each other probably. And they're playing better competition to end the season. So it probably might come down to those two guys. What do you think about the Heisman race? I think it's right now, I'm, I'm putting Jaden Daniels and really on the lockstep because they should win the last two games. And, you know, you never know with Penix and with Bo Nix, with a number of these other guys. They have a lot tougher matchups in the last two games. So I'm liking Jaden Daniels' opportunity right now. Okay, we'll see how that goes. And uh, I hope you have a great game at uh... – Mississippi State, we, you and I are going to be hanging out next weekend, of course, and, and I want to wish you, of course, a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, Hunter, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for always being available to come on the show and give us your wisdom on uh, college football, so have a great game, and I'll, I'll see you next week. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate you. Take care. All right, man. That was uh, Hunter Dawkins with the Gazebo Gazette. Uh, good thoughts on that. We're uh, going to be about headed to our next break. I'm going to wrap up the show with a final segment live here from the uh, Gulf Coast of Mississippi, Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, at the Silver Slipper Casino, uh, where they, uh, the buffet is going to be opening in about 15 minutes here at um, 11 a.m. And then we've got these beautiful Blue Bayou restaurant. We'll be there next Friday night, 5 p.m. They open today. And then uh, you can get some breakfast still over at the, the breakfast spot here, the, the uh, cafe over there. And then we got the 
sports book right next to it. A lot of great college football and pro football tomorrow going on. You got the gaming tables, of course. You got all the slot machines here uh, on the, the Gulf Coast of Mississippi live here in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. This is our eighth season. Doing breakfast with the Bayou Bengals talking LSU football. And we're going to take one more break. When we come back, I'll give you my thoughts on uh, LSU's season so far. As we expect them to win tonight and then win next week. Early game against AM and go 9 and 3. And then we'll see where the bowl destination is. And of course, where Jane Daniels ends up. I think he'll be in New York uh, for, to be one of the finalists for the Heisman. We'll be back with the final segment live right after these messages. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. If there's one thing Tiger fans love, it's a winning season. And with First Horizon on your side, you can enjoy the feeling of victory year after year. From checking and savings to mortgages and loans, we'll help you find personalized solutions that let you be the coach of your financial life. Go Tigers and go First Horizon. Find out more at firsthorizon.com. Member FDIC. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. DA. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. What does grace mean to you? At Grace of the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Emory and James Limited, an independent insurance agent serving Covington, Hammond, and Metairie, Louisiana. Emory and James, serving our community for generations. Learn more at emoryjames.com. All right, we're back here live at the Silver Simpler Casino, the final segment of the show, but we'll be back next week, of course, at 9 a.m. regular time here on the main stage overlooking the beautiful casino, talking LSU and AM, which is an early start. 
uh, next Saturday at 11 a.m. Today they play Georgia State, actually tonight at 7 p.m. in Death Valley Tiger Stadium. And like we said, next week back at Death Valley Tiger Stadium, uh, 11 o'clock, early kickoff against a and I expect LSU to win the last two games to go 9-3. We'll see whether it's the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, which would be my first choice. The Jacksonville, the Gator Bowl would be my second choice. And uh, my third would be the Reliant West Bowl in Tampa, just because I'll be in Tampa uh, for the LSU, for the Saints uh, regular season game, which is going to be a very important game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Raymond James Stamps. And I'd love to travel and like to you know hang out in Tampa, see a couple of I want to thank all the great people with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning inviting me to a couple of hockey games while I'll be there on December 30th and 31st. The, the two-time champions, they did not repeat. Uh, it's been a couple of years now, but they won two in a row, and they're going to be back in the mix. So it'll be great seeing all the great people there, Brian, and all the great people uh, who take care of me with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then the uh, Saints game on December 31st, and hopefully on the road to either Jacksonville or uh, Georgia, Atlanta, to see the LSU play, and wherever their destination may be. And, of course, we're hoping that I would love to see an LSU-Penn State game. I think that would be a great uh, matchup, a non-New Year's matchup between a, a Penn State team that's going to be ranked pretty fairly high, and LSU will be ranked fairly high as well if they win their last two games, which we expect them to do. We've talked a lot of topics during the season. Uh, we've talked about, I think the SEC's a little bit down this year. I mean, that was in media days uh, when, in Nashville, which was a great, love Nashville, had a great time, first-class treatment. And there was a lot of talk about how good the SEC would be, not necessarily at the top, but in the middle of the bottom, and I think it's been an off year. And you see some of these teams, and you see Alabama, who I don't think is a great football team, but they're going to win the SEC West. And uh, they've beaten the teams that they have had to play, LSU and Ole Miss. But I, I just think that, that overall the conference has been down. I don't think it's as good as a Pac-12, and that's why I think that's going to hurt Jane Daniels a little bit in the Heisman voting. Although I do think Jane Daniels, uh, if I had to pick who's the best quarterback, uh, and I probably would vote for Jane Daniels if I had a Heisman vote, but I just don't think he's going to win the Heisman because I think the quality of the competition has not been as good uh, that he's faced versus uh, – versus Penix and Bo Nix at Washington and Oregon, and they both still have a couple of tough games left to go, and if one of them runs the table, I think whoever that team is, that quarterback would win the Heisman. But if they both lose, and, and uh, LSU wins their last two games, then I think it becomes a little more interesting in terms of Heisman voting. We'll see how that goes, and you see teams that look like they're headed for the national semifinals lose the second last or last game, so it could happen. And I think if that happens, it's going to be a very tight vote uh, between Jane Daniels and one of those other guys. That's one of my thoughts. Because they're all, all the way out in the West, the Pacific Northwest, and LSU and Jane Daniels is out all the way. It's on the other side of the country, the East and the Southeast. So the voting is, can be geographical, as you know how that goes. So anyway, that's where we are with that. Uh, I want to thank all our great uh, hosts, of course, uh, all season long. Uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, John Ferrucci and uh, Victoria as well. First class treatment with the uh, Blue Bayou restaurant and the, uh, the, of course, the buffets opening at 11 o'clock and the cafe if you want to get your breakfast, the slot machines, gaming tables, and of course, the, uh, the uh, sports book, which you can bet today and tomorrow. A lot of great college football games. And of course, you've got uh, NFL tomorrow. The Saints are all on a bye week. We'll be back Monday at Premier Nissan to. Uh, give our analysis of and uh, kind of 
uh, our X and O talk about L, uh, the Saints versus the Falcons in a crucial NFC South game. So we'll talk about that on Monday. We'll be back here next Saturday at 9 a.m., 9 to 11, uh, previewing up to kickoff for A&M and LSU at Tiger Stadium. And uh, also, the other issue we've talked about a little bit is uh, is uh, the uh, you know the NIL and the transfer portal and the fact that we I thought it was going to really hurt Alabama. It's hurt Alabama a little bit, but here's Alabama again with a chance. If they can win, they'll win today. They got a cream puff game, and then if they beat Auburn, which they should next week in the Iron Bowl, they have a shot to get in the national semifinal. If they beat Georgia. In the um, Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium in Atlanta, GA, I will not be there this year. SEC Championship game, and I don't think they could beat Georgia. I think they're just going to win big in that game, or at least by 10 points or more. But Alabama runs the table. They're going to be in the national semifinals again, even though we said that it's a little bit of a danger. They had a running back playing quarterback in Jalen Milrow, and yet they have an opportunity if they win out. But the big dog is, you know, pun intended, they got to beat Georgia, which I don't think they can do. I think Georgia's going to be undefeated. I really think Georgia's going to be the one seed. I still think Ohio State's better than Michigan. They've lost two in a row to Michigan. They're at Michigan in, uh, in the big house uh, uh, in a couple of weeks. But I think Ohio State's going to win that game. And I think Ohio State's going to be the two seed. And then three and four, I think it's going to be whether you want to put Florida State three or four. And then I think whoever wins between Washington and Oregon is going to be the other team. Now, the outside teams have chances. Texas, they need help. Alabama uh, actually controls their Odessa because they win out. Texas is going to need help. They're going to need some teams to lose. And that I really I think that's really where the mix is right now uh, with that. And I think the loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game is not going to be in the Final Four. The winner, of course, will be in it because I think they will obviously both be undefeated. They both have one more game to go big favorites. And they win their game. Then they, that's a, uh, an elimination game or a, a winner-take-all deal when they play next week again uh, at Michigan against Ohio State. So uh, that's the way I see it, and uh, we'll see how things go with that. Uh, and uh, like we said, Washington's got to play uh, at Oregon State today, which is going to be very tough. If they come through that, then they have the uh, rivalry game, uh, which because next week is all the rivalry games, like Oregon-Oregon State, Washington-Washington State. you got Michigan-Ohio State, all the big Rivalry games, the Civil War, Oregon, Oregon State, the Apple Cup, Washington, Washington State, the battle between Michigan and Ohio State, one of the greatest rivalries in, in college sports. All that stuff happens next weekend. And, and so we got a lot of football left to go here. And uh, then we think about LSU, a couple more games to go than the bowl game, but we think about what's going to happen next year. Uh, where uh, where do you stand with, uh, with Coach Kelly? What are your thoughts on Brian Kelly? and what he needs to do to get LSU to a better position for next year. He's going to lose probably Jane Daniels, and then he's going to have to go with either Nussmar bringing another quarterback, and I think that's one concern. LSU's got to get much better defensively. That's been the Achilles heel for LSU, is defensively, and their offense in the two biggest games was not consistent enough. Whether it's a Florida State game, and they did not play well in the second half of the Florida State game. They really did not play well in the second half of the Alabama game. Whether it was Jay Daniels or the rest of the offense, LSU in their two biggest stages, their two biggest games this year, which could have changed their, their prospects for bowls and maybe even getting into the playoff, they did not deliver. As the de defense was pretty much consistently not very good, but offensively the LSU was great except for the second half of the Florida State game and the second half of the uh, 
Alabama game. And if those would have gone better, we could be, we, we might be having a different conversation today. So they've got to figure that out, who the next quarterback is going to be, assuming Jay Daniels is leaving after this year. They've got to get much better defensively, whether it's with recruiting or through the transfer portal. They've got to get much better in the secondary. They've got to get a much better pass run. They've got to figure out a better way to use Howell Perkins because he was fantastic last year, and he had a very mediocre, disappointing year this year. So they've got to figure out what to do with Howell Perkins and make him much more effective back the way he was last year as an edge rusher because he's really not been that effective this year. So that's got to get better. They've got to work the transfer portal on recruiting and get bit much better defensively. Like I said, on the pass rush, and especially in the secondary for LSU to be in the mix next year. Hopefully I'll be there next year for the Alabama game because we're going to probably not do the Breeders' Cup next year, which will be maybe the first. And I'll, the other thing I've always uh, said too, which has been most of my guests have disagreed with me, is I think that that the bye week has not been helpful to LSU against Alabama. I know both teams get the same bye week. They both play a relatively easy game the, the week before the bye week. I don't think that helps LSU. And I don't think the bye week has helped LSU at all against Alabama. Just one factor. But I, but I think that could change with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC and adding an SEC game. Maybe that changes. And I think that will be better for LSU not to have a bye week because you know they're going to play Alabama every year. That rivalry ain't going away. But I would like to see no bye week and see if I'm right, if it makes a difference. So we'll see where, where we go with that, with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma uh, coming into the SEC, which will make the SEC better. Texas and Oklahoma, both, especially Texas, having a great year. Oklahoma, after the Texas loss, a victory looked great, and then they've lost two games, so hadn't been the same. But Texas still got an outside chance to get in the uh, playoff. But uh, anyway, again, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, I want to thank all our, our great guests we had. We had, uh, of course, Charles Hanniger at the ESPN Baton Rouge. We had uh, Jimmy Ott with ESPN Baton Rouge. We had Glenn Gilbo with Outkick Talk Tom. We had Patricia Caputo. Uh, with uh, Tiger TV, we had uh, Hunter Dawkins with the Gazebo Gazette, and uh, we want to thank all those great guests as well for joining us, and a great our great sponsors, of course, the Silver Slipper all season long, with uh, you know with uh, uh, with uh, John Ferrucci and of course Victoria. We want to thank Jack back in the studio, WGSO Radio, all the great people at WGSO Radio. 9 a.m. in New Orleans, our eighth season of Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals talking LSU football. And uh, another great year, and uh, hopefully LSU wins the last two games. Again, tonight at home uh, in Death Valley, 7 o'clock ESPN 2 against Georgia State. And then next week, 11 a.m., we'll be here live to, from 9 to 11 next Saturday, all the way to kickoff of LSU and AM uh, in Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, LA. So again, Everybody, we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, happy, healthy, and safe Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. Have a great, safe week. If you're traveling on the road, be really careful. They're talking about millions and millions of people driving to their destination to see family this coming week. And so be careful with that. Have happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Make it safe, healthy, and prosperous. And uh, we will talk to you Monday from the Premier Nissan at 5 to Saints Falcons. And then back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. All the way to kick off with LSU and A&M. Live here at the Silver Slipper Casino, Faith St. Louis, Mississippi on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you, of course, uh, Monday and then next Saturday. 
you pay that other pest control company their, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA? I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homer. DA Exterminating, complete pest and 